Coming to you from the M&M Exterior Studio in Nooksville, Virginia, this is Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. She talks to people so you don't have to. For now. Welcome back to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle, the introvert's extrovert. I'm excited today to be joined by Christy Dunaway, my girlfriend who's a powerhouse, who I'm just excited to share or have her share today. So thank you, Christy, for coming. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here with you. Yay. Thanks for coming out. Can you do a quick introduction so people know how amazing you are? Oh my goodness. <laughs> So and so to give so we know each other. We met through um, one of the networking groups and instantly connected yes. and lots in common. Yes. And so um, I just yes, you are you have a brain I like to pick. So <laughs> <laughs> so who are you, Christy? What do you do? What is what's you? What are you all about? Who am I? Well, uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, if I could be fully transparent with your listeners. <laughs> you, I always say podcasts are a place for honesty. Ah, so sure, girl. All right. Be honest. All right. Here it goes. No. Um, who am I? I'm, well, first and foremost, I'm a daughter of the Most High King. So that is my identity. Nothing comes before it, after it, or beside it. So everything I do stems from that. So um, I'm a mother. I've got two teenagers. Somebody pray for me. <laughs> um, I am a wife. I've been married for 24 years. Mm-hmm. Um, met him in high school. Yes. And it worked. I don't know <laughs> Young how. love. It did. It did Stood the out. test of time. It did. Mm-hmm. I still love him as much as I did the day I met him. Um, anyway, so we're, you know, we are a military family um, by upbringing. And now we live in Northern Virginia. And I love working with people. That's really kind of what God gifted me with Mm -hmm. is talking to people and um, helping them figure out their gifts and helping them think through something, see the blind spots. Mm. Um, Entrepreneurship um, is just in my blood. Mm -hmm. um, And I knew that early on. And so, you know, now I get to, for a living, I get to help people do life better. So whether it's from a health uh, aspect, from a wealth aspect, um, or even if it's just from them trying to figure out, you know, their marriage or their kids, Mm -hmm. like, I love to help people see what they can't see. So that's, I think that's it. That's That's me in a nutshell. That is a great nutshell. That's perfect. And um, to give listeners just a little, like, I've kind of every podcast, it's always related back to how we're here. And you and I, you are also part of that journey because we met and I was kind of telling you all these ideas and you said, you know what, you need to pray for, you know, if you know what you want, you just need to pray for the things to fall into place. Because I was having, I was telling you all these questions of like, how am I going to do it? Mm -hmm. And literally two days later, I met a woman, um, Franny Robin, and I was like randomly told her, I just like, I'd met her once and then I had, this was the second time I met her. And I said, oh yeah, I'm like thinking about doing a podcast. And she's like, I do a podcast. And she just <laughs> like told me everything I needed to know. And I thought, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, Christy was right. Like mm-hmm. I put it out there. Yeah. And dang, two days later. What does they say? Ask not, receive not, right? Yes. Like he wants us to ask for those things. Mm-hmm. And when we do, he starts to show us the doors or close the doors so yes. that we know which direction to go. Yes. So ever since our lunch meeting, I just, it was like one thing after another. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, you're welcome. I love lunches with you. <laughs> <laughs> Ditto. Um, so I'm excited. So what we talked, I was like, okay, I need you to come on the podcast. And much like so many amazing people in my life, you are a wealth of knowledge. And I loved what you said 
you had an idea that I wanted to talk about, which was the golden rule versus the platinum rule. Tell me about, like, what is that? Elaborate? For, yeah. Uh, well, first of all, I can't take credit for that that tagline. Um, I, I got it from um, a mentor of mine. Mm-hmm. And uh, when I saw it, it just like hit me like a ton of bricks. Yes. Because we've been told from a very early age that the golden rule is do unto others as you'd have them do unto you, right? Mm-hmm. Like we all know that. Yep. And and I think it, it seems like common sense yeah. to most of us. And well, it, it sounds like that's logical. Like, of course, we should treat others the way – like, that's a no-brainer. That's of a course no-brainer. you treat others yeah. the way you want to be treated. Exactly. Duh. Well, if that's a no-brainer, then I look at it as that then it wouldn't be hard then. Exactly. And so – And why doesn't it work when we just – we're doing – Right. And, I'm like, how come so-and-so doesn't treat me the way I treat them? And mm-hmm. I do all these things for them, and they don't do that for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure we've all said that. I know I've said it. Mm-hmm. Like, I – I always call them or I always, you know, when you start to say I always, Mm. it starts to become about you. Ooh, that's good. And it's not really about them anymore. And so that no longer becomes that rule. And so when I saw this golden rule versus platinum rule, I was like, oh, that's that's why. why. Yes. That's why. So the difference really is, you know, the golden rule is obviously what I said, but the platinum rule is it's not do unto others as as you would have them do for you. It's do unto others as they would have you do for them. Mm -hmm. And that's when you start to have that mindset shift of that it's not about you. Yes. It never was. Yes. But we're humans. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we're selfish, yeah. me included. Yes. Um, this human condition gets us every time. Every time. I can never understand. Why don't people want to gather together, you know? <laughs> Why don't people want to talk to me all the time? I know. I'm like, <laughs> I have little get-togethers at my house. How come nobody gets together anymore? And yep. uh, Because that's my love language, right? Yep, like, that's what exactly. makes me happy and fills me up inside. But that's not necessarily maybe yours. Yep. And so I can't expect you to to do what I would do for you mm-hmm. because that's not how it works. So golden rule versus platinum rule. Do unto others as you'd have them do unto you. It's not really how it works. You need to do for others as they need done for them. Yes. I So this – I had I heard this for the first time back when I was in college and I feel like it's the classic you, – you know, you send the kid off to college for a semester and they come home like, I finally see the light. Oh, my gosh. I've learned so much in college. You know, <laughs> and I'm sure my parents were like – yeah, we were telling you this the whole time, you know, but you <laughs> you leave the nest and you just and, – and I remember coming home from college and just being like, this one, I think it was a psych professor, like, blew my mind mm-hmm. with this. He said, treat others the way they want to be treated. Mm-hmm. And I'm so glad I had heard it back then. I mean, of course, I've gotten it wrong many times, but it just – it really was like the ton of bricks. Holy moly. I thought, you know, treat others the way you want to be treated made sense. But once he said that, it was just mm-hmm. like, yeah, that – that makes sense. Mm-hmm. It's harder to do yeah. because it's not in our nature. Mm-hmm. Now you find people who become best friends, or they, mm-hmm. they're they're great in marriage, and because they and that's typically because it's natural them for them to speak that other person's language or yeah. or to fill that cup in a way that's easy for them to do. And so that's when you see those connections happen really easily. Mm-hmm. But when when it doesn't match up like that, it's it's harder yep. because you have to be mindful or thoughtful about yeah. it. Um, and that doesn't come to us naturally because that would be being unselfish. Mm. And we aren't. We yeah. just are – we are sinful creatures yes, who are enough. selfish. Yeah. And I just think it's important that we we have to stop for a minute and pause and be like, yeah. okay, 
this is really about me anyway. And it takes time because we don't walk around with signs saying, oh, this gosh. is how I want to be treated. Wouldn't that be awesome though? <laughs> it would make life I so need much a neon easier. sign on everybody's head that says, this is what I want to hear. I always joke that I want like at church or it could be anywhere, networking events, anything, people to like wear a t-shirt that says like, I'm just here to network. I'm here to make friends. I'm here to – and that way I know like – Or I'd rather not be here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like that way I know how to – like do you want me to, to me. give you just – Yeah. Or I like hugs. I don't like hugs. <laughs> exactly. Like that way I just know like do you yes. want a little bit? Do you want a lot? Do you want me to call you later? Like, uh, Right. Yeah, because somebody but, who loves to give hugs, that doesn't mean that other person wants to receive them. Now that's ludicrous to me. Like why wouldn't anybody <laughs> want a hug? But that's because that's my language and yeah. that's what's natural for me. Mm-hmm. So, so we kind of talked about what – what it is. Yeah. So like, how does it work? Like, okay, you've blown everyone's mind. You've introduced for either you've heard it and we're reminding you of it, or this is a new thought and your mind is blown and you're sitting there with your jaw open. So now that we know this, now that we've received this information, like how does that all work? Well, you know, there's all kinds of different uh, personality tests and things out there. And and so I'm going to reference those just because I think that's what people will relate to. Mm -hmm. So if you think about the love languages or if you Mm -hmm. think about Myers-Briggs or DISC or, I mean, there's just strength finders. There's so many out there that you can utilize and all of, none of them are wrong. It's a matter of what kind of information you're seeking, right? Yeah. So, but I look at it like if you're looking at it through a love love language lens, Mm -hmm. you know, if, you know, my love language, number one is quality time. Like Mm -hmm. nothing goes before that. That's absolutely where I live. And so I look at this, if quality time is mine and, you know, I'm meeting with some and I'm trying to get somebody to meet me for coffee. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I'm thinking, you know, if I'm thinking in the business world at this point, and I've been trying and trying and trying to get that person to meet me for coffee and they, I cannot get them to do it, but, but I can tell there's nothing wrong between us, Okay, yeah. but it just can't seem to get it done. What I have to realize is that that's not theirs. So I have to figure out what theirs is. And that comes through conversation. So as I start to figure out what their trigger is, then I know how, how I can speak to them and get them to to meet with me. So can you give an example of that? Because yes. I am like you, quality time. Mm-hmm. I love meeting for coffee. I meet anyone yes. all the time. For, yes. I mean, it's my favorite thing to do. That's why I'm doing a freaking podcast because it's it. when you can't meet people for coffee, I will do it for you exactly. and share it with you. Um, so to me, you know, you, yes, you were speaking my love language. And what does that look like? Like, so if, so if that's not someone, what are those those things. things that you can do. So I, I kind of just try to hit all. So for, again, if I'm just referring to love languages again, you can do this with anything though. Mm-hmm. You know, so what I'm going to do at that point is I'm going to st- start to figure out what they are. So I'm like, okay, if I cannot get them based off what's natural for me, mm-hmm. I got to figure out which ones they are. So it might be that I send them a card in the mail with a little Starbucks gift card. Now I'm starting to figure out if it's gifts because if they respond quickly to that, mm. I know because I'll get a message. Oh my gosh, thank you so much. That was awesome. Now I know I've just got something. Okay. Or I might send that and I might hear nothing. And then you know, like, and then, that okay, so mean, that wasn't it. That <laughs> I'm like, mean, check. <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. So, yeah, so I just kind of go through this. It may be words of affirmation. So, if that's the case, maybe I'm looking through the social media and I'm starting to comment on their stuff, or maybe I'm sending them a message saying, hey, I saw that. That was so cool. And, and they respond very positively back to that. Then I'm like, ah, okay, that's where it's at. It may be I see that they're working on a project and I can advertise for them or I can, how can I help? That mm-hmm. it might be acts of service. Mm-hmm. So if I'm really trying to connect with somebody that's not happening naturally, 
I have to start looking at myself. Okay, what can I do to find that connection point? Mm-hmm. And I'll start running through them. Usually I figure it out pretty quick, yeah. um, depending on how well I know them. But like with you, like the moment yeah. I was like, hey, let's go have lunch. You're like, yes, yes. Hector, Do it. <laughs> <laughs> when? Tomorrow? I know, yes. right? So, which is why you and I connected so quickly, yes. so easily. So I, I think- love the applicable, if that's the right word, yeah. um, example, or like the examples, because you know, with the business example or friendships and oh, things like that. All of them, marriage. You know, all of it. So I kind of, I like, because I know for me, you know, my amount of time I can spend with my friends mm-hmm. all the time. I mean, as I get older, I do need a little bit more downtime. But for the most part, like, why would we not hang out all the time? But I've learned over the years that like, oh, someone could have like an hour or two and that's enough for them for like mm-hmm. a few months <laughs> where I'm like, why don't we do lunch every day all the I'm time? I'm just saying. <laughs> you know, husband, why don't we talk all the time? Conversation. You know, like, okay. But, but I like – I never thought about it, especially through the business world. Mm-hmm. But friends – I mean, I think I've thought about it with friends, but I never had thought about it through the business lens of oh, sending them a card. Because I – once again, because that's my love language, mm-hmm. it's like either you want to get together with me or you don't. don't. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't Absolutely. know. So it must be me. If it's you don't want to get together with me, there just must be a, not a connection. I never – you blew my mind. I never thought about it from the yeah. Maybe they don't. It's yeah. It's, it's going to take a minute. It. It's going to take a minute for you to 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 spark that interest. Now they still yeah. may never want to sit down and meet with you. Yeah, and that's okay. But in the end, we're supposed to just be the light, right? Where we're called yeah. to just uh, set the example and and plant that seed. So yeah. that doesn't mean it won't ever harvest later. Yep. But if you're at least have spoke their language, they mm-hmm. at least now they feel important, they feel special, yeah. and they're going to speak highly of you. Yeah. That's, and that's what we want, right? As humans, right? Yeah. We want everybody to talk good about us. Nobody yeah. wants anybody to talk bad about them. Yeah. So, and I even look at it from like, if you look at personality traits and stuff, you know, I'm typically a very red personality. I'm very mm-hmm. strong when I'm teaching and training. And so if I meet, here's a great example for you. If I meet another red, mm-hmm. here's what's really cool about this. I know immediately, like I know off the bat, without a doubt, like that one's a red. If we're not on the same mission, we'll clash. Yes. I was going to say butt heads. Yep. We will. So I know I have to back down. Mm -hmm. And that takes a lot of discipline to back down, Mm -hmm. to not try to be the strongest one in the room. And so if I back down, figure out what, let's say it's a girl, her mission is, Mm -hmm. and then speak to that mission now she's let me back in again. Mm. So all of this is just taking the time to observe who's around you mm-hmm. and what they need to hear. A strong red personality needs to hear how great they are. They do. They really <laughs> just do. I'm just going to – they do. So if you ever meet one of these, they want to hear how great they are. They want to – See, you're amazing. <laughs> like the information you're sharing with me right now is like Good so job, amazing. <laughs> they want to hear how great they are. They, yeah. they, they usually will be the first ones to tell you how much money they make. Mm. They usually be the ones that um, will take control. They're mm-hmm. going to get from point A to point B quickly. They don't need the details. They're just going to go. There's only plan A. There's no plan B. Mm. So usually I can tell pretty quickly, usually by the way they dress, by the way they carry themselves, their rate of speech even. So there's all these little nuggets that kind of give you these context clues of this is who they are. Mm-hmm. And so I know, oh, oh, I know who she is. I know what she needs to hear. Mm. Okay, watch me. What? And then I'll... And I'll just go in and do my little thing. And then yeah. now they just think I'm the greatest thing ever. Now, I'm not being fake. Yeah. I'm utilizing what I know to be able to make a connection for good. And I'm glad you said that because I know that there's some people that could hear that and think, oh, well, then it's not genuine. And I've struggled with that too. But what I've realized with myself is because I kind of sometimes feel like I'm a chameleon. Mm-hmm. and I and We all are, actually. Yeah. yeah. And um, it kind of goes back to what does that person need? So mm-hmm. if if your intentions are pure, if your heart, you know, it's like kind of yes. sounds cliche or like a Disney movie, but like if your heart is good, um, 
You have to go into it with the right intentions. Yeah. It can't be, it can't be for, don't use it for manipulation. Yes, exactly. People don't. If you're using it for manipulation. You're doing it for the wrong reason. Log off now. But if you're Um, doing it for the right reason, I think we all have a red part of ourselves. Like I think about like, if you're a mother and you're listening right now, you cannot tell me you don't have some red in you. Mm -hmm. We all do. Like we discipline our kids. Like Mm -hmm. we, if I say, get your mommy voice out, all y'all know what I'm talking about. (laughs) So we all have pieces of that. Yeah. I just pull on those pieces when I need them. Mm -hmm. And I like that. Um, so my friend Kathleen and I, we did an episode about friendship and she used the example of like having friends on different shelves. Yes. And Ooh, that's good. Yeah. And I, I like – I've always kind of felt similar too that like, okay, I jo- I say a lot that I'm a needy friend. Uh-huh. And what I mean by that is hopefully not – it's not in a negative way, but meaning like I'm a verbal processor. Mm-hmm. So I need to like verbal process stuff a lot. But I know that some of my introvert friends, that's just a little – too much. Yeah. Or actually, sometimes they're really good for me to verbally process too because they listen. listen. But I've had to, you know, kind of say, okay, if you kind of have different people, you kind of know in your life who yes. to go to. And I've said too with me, like my friends, you kind of, and if you get to know me now through the podcast, you kind of know how I think. So you know, if you come to me with a problem, there's going to be a certain, the Jersey girl will come out if Absolutely. certain topics get brought up. Like I, you know, don't, <laughs> but. And I can't hide that. And so it's like I can see, okay, you might not want to come to me mm-hmm. if you're at a place where you don't want to hear whatever I'm going to say or it's not helpful or right. things like that. And so because of that, I think we naturally kind of know kind of, you know, who to go to. But then the flip side of that is knowing what that person needs. Mm-hmm. So like, okay, I want to go all Jersey on this situation, this problem they're bringing to me. I want to like fight That's not going to help them. Because they can't receive that information like that. Exactly. They really can't. I think about it even like in church. Like I've had some people that, you know, they love the loud, boisterous, in-your-face churches, which my red personality loves it. Mm. Like I cannot do the quiet, somber, let's all be quiet Mm -hmm. and sing small hymnal. You're a hand raiser, I bet. Oh, I'm a dancer. I'm a hand raiser. I'm a hallelujah. (laughs) (laughs) I have to like hold myself back. Uh, Because I just let it all loose. But uh, there are other people that they can't receive the word that way. Yeah. That's not how they're wired. They need a quieter uh, church, a a more uh, reverent environment. As soon as they say raise your hands, I'm like, oh, Oh, yeah. And I'm like, yes, let's do it. Come on. (laughs) I like, you know, somebody gave me a really example, a great example once. Your praise should look like what you envision the throne to look like. So if I if I envision the throne of God, like yeah. whatever that looks like to me, that's how I should be praising. Yeah. And so for some people, sense. it's a very reverent. Yeah. And for me, it's like exciting and oh my gosh, and it sparkles yeah. and it's got diamonds and it's glitter. got, you know, glitter. And yeah. So, but we're wired that way. But I like, but that's how I've, I've always said too with churches, like that's mm-hmm. why there's so many different. Because it's how you receive. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It goes right back to the platinum rule, right? Like yep. you have to receive the way, you have to give it to them the way that they'll receive it. And a good pastor knows his congregation and how they'll receive it. Yep. And that those churches are built around that that way of receiving that word. So. And same with bosses, leaders, same oh, with all. friendships, same with marriages. Same with your parenting. Yes. Absolutely. I know that if I'm talking to my daughter, that I have to be gentler, yes. I, that that's how she's going to receive it, that I, I have to talk it through with her, mm-hmm. um, that kind of thing. And I know with my son, I can be like, don't do that. And then, yeah. <laughs> and yes. then he's like, oh, okay. okay. Because he has yeah. to hear it strong, quick, loud. And that that's his that's his trigger that I do this. Mm. So I think it's no different than that. Yep, so true. So how can we use this in our Ooh. daily life? 
I think it's, you know, if you look around at the relationships that you have, whether it be in business or in the home, at church, um, with your friends, and you see some struggle there, you see some disconnections that you, you'd like to see better connected. I think it's, that's that verse. You have to remove the plank from your own eye before you can point it out in somebody else's, Mm -hmm. right? You have to look at yourself Mm -hmm. because here's the deal. You're not going to change anybody else (laughs) as much as we think. They should behave like this, or yeah. they shouldn't say that, the or they shouldn't do that. Over. You're the Ooh. only one you can control. Yep. And in the end, you don't really want to control other people, really, mm-hmm. do you? I mean, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, sometimes, sometimes, but for the most part, you know. But honestly, that's taking away his job. Mm-hmm. Let God be in charge of the results of that relationship. You just do the work. You do the part yep. you were created to do, and let him do the rest. And the growth that comes from that, mm. like if you – if you buckle up, if you, you know, lean in and kind of figure that stuff out, the beauty of those relationships oh, are they feel heard. Yeah. They feel heard. Mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing I, I saw when I shifted my way of being with people was that they feel heard. Mm-hmm. Um, they tended to want to be around me. They tended mm-hmm. to wanted to hear what I had to say. The only ones that didn't want to hear what I had to say were the ones who like just literally didn't agree with my philosophy or mm. didn't agree with my style of teaching. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm too strong. Mm-hmm. Like I can get in front of a room and I can go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can go. And for some people, they're like, well, when you said that, it was a little strong. And I'm yeah. like, well. But that goes back to that something in them. That's that, right. And, and so that's the Not same thing me. that they could make it about you. And I remember it's always, it's like, what is this showing me? And Mm -hmm. so as soon as something starts to come out of my mouth, I'm always like, oh, I know this is about me. It is. Well, here's another way you can use it too. So if you're ever at a, for business wise, if you're ever at a networking meeting or you're giving a speech or giving a talk, um, one of the things I always try to make sure that's um, involved in it is that I'm kind of hitting all four corners. Mm -hmm. So let me explain that. So all four corners, I want to give a strong presence. I don't want to walk into the middle of a room and not be, have it be assumed that I'm the one in charge if I'm the one speaking or or somehow I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the center that day. Mm-hmm. I, I want to look the part and I want to act the part and I want to be confident. So that's that red in me, okay? Mm-hmm. And there's going to be some times in that conversation, that speech, training, whatever I'm giving, that's going to be in your face. It's mm-hmm. going to be a punch, a knockout, yeah. you know, whatever, because, and that's my favorite part to do. But <laughs> apparently I can't do that through the whole thing. No. So, and, but then there's also got to be like some hardcore facts in there because I've got people who are detail oriented. Mm-hmm. They need to hear, what am I backing that up with? Yep. It can't just be all like. Right. It can't yeah, be boom, boom. just fluff you know, mm-hmm. strong in your face, drill sergeant. I've got to back it up with some Or facts. lovey-dovey. Can't be all lovey-dovey no, either. but I have to have the lovey-dovey in there. Yep. So I've got to tell the stories. Yes. It's got to make them laugh. It's got to be fun. They've got to want to engage. And then I think the fourth corner of that is that I've got to show that I really do care about people mm-hmm. and that there's a mission involved in what I'm trying to accomplish. Yep. If I hit all four of those quadrants, then at least I've spoken to every different type of person in the room mm-hmm. and that the person who didn't like the strong at least got the fun or the person who doesn't care for the fun at least got the information. Mm-hmm. You know, like the person who doesn't care about information at least got the, wow, she really cares about people mm-hmm. because all those things are true about me. Yeah. I just tend to lean. <laughs> yeah. And we all do. One way. Yeah. Then I do another just based on upbringing, personality and how God mm-hmm. made me and how God gifted me. Mm-hmm. So I think that's how you use it. You you figure out what you need to do for the people you're in front of. If it's one person I'm in front of, then I can usually figure it out. Mm-hmm. But if I'm in a room full of people, how do you do that? Mm-hmm. You hit on all of them. That's really good. 
So do you have, so I've kind of changed it up. It used to be book recommendations, but not everyone wants to like sit and read books or do that. So I've opened it up to like any dang thing you want to recommend. <laughs> do you have a TV show? Do you have a drink? Do you have a, an exercise, a stretch you like to do? Whatever the heck is on your mind. What is just something, you have the mic, you have this audience, it is your time. What do you want people to know? Well, of course, because of what I said at the very beginning, I'm a daughter of the Most High King. Mm -hmm. So praise music, uh, being in the word, being in my devotionals, those are the things that keep me centered Mm -hmm. and that remind me who I am Mm -hmm. and why I'm here. And if you haven't figured out who you are and why you're here, nothing else you really do matters. I mean, that's really the bottom line. Mm-hmm. And I know a lot of people say, well, the best book in the world is the Bible. Well, it's, I mean, he is the CEO. So I'm in network marketing. That's one of my main businesses. And I always say he was like the ultimate network <laughs> marketer because he started with 12 and he made thousands and thousands. thousands. Yeah, it grew. It grew <laughs> and it grew and grew and grew. But yeah, I love that because it there's business advice in there. There's mm-hmm. interpersonal advice in there. There's right and wrong in there. Like mm-hmm. every, your life guide is that thing. So um, I would say that's what I would start with. Praise music is a really fun thing for me because mm-hmm. it keeps me centered. It's the one thing that will humble me yeah. quickly. Um, so I think those two things are probably my go-to. And then outside of that, uh, outside of religiously, I would say secularly, my go-to is my time with people like you. Mm-hmm. It's going Thank and you. sitting down and having a conversation with somebody that's doing life differently, mm-hmm. hearing how they make it work. I learned so much from that. Mm -hmm. So when people say, oh, you gave me such great advice. Well, actually you did a lot for me too. Mm -hmm. They just don't know it. Yeah. Like, so for me, it's, it's that quality time, right? Yes, for sure. So whatever that language is for you, that was given to you on purpose Mm -hmm. to utilize. So if mine was quality time, I'm supposed to use it on purpose. And I love um, what you just said about, you know, our gifts. It, It reminded me that a lot of times with personalities, it's easy to look at someone else and think, I wish I had their gifts. Oh, no. And the more you lean into learning about your personality, mm-hmm. you see that you are a unique thing and you can provide something that no one else can provide. Oh, my gosh. And we need those detail people. Yes. Gosh, Lord, help us. We need detail people. Yes. Otherwise, how do we how do we put a roof on? How do we build a yes. car? Like, we need people that will give you the step-by-steps. Yes. Like, that, those people are so important. Yes. That just wasn't the gift I was given. Yep. We were – I was actually just sitting in at a – personality talk and kind of talk about the different personalities and kind of like the the calm, not yes. over the top woo-woo person, which, you know, I usually, if no one else is the woo-woo person, I'll be you the be, woo-woo yeah. person. But if another woo-woo person is there, I can I can tone it down. Yeah. But um, the person who has that quiet confidence, doesn't get too excited, you need that too. Like mm-hmm. I just love how we all fit together. It's like a beautiful puzzle, you know, yes. that it just gets put together. So I kind of Along the lines of recommendations, giving that plug for really finding your strengths, using the resources that you mentioned, and celebrating who you are, mm. not wanting to be someone you're not. Because what was brought up yesterday, um, and so I want to make sure to bring it up here, is that when you are the most authentic you, that's what will connect with people. Yes. And so I was, you know, the woo-woo personality is like if someone's not woo-woo, they, and they try to be. It's just they're and then they wonder why am I not? I'm trying to be excited. I'm trying to be this, and I'm just not connecting with people. But it's like that might just not be who you are. Who you are. But the more the more you you are, mm-hmm. you know. So I just love that the woo woo person needs attention. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to be woo woo. You just have to give that person attention. Mm-hmm. So try to remember that when you're when you're trying to connect with people, you're like, yeah, but I'm not like that. I'm not strong like you, Christy. How could I just come up to you and be strong? Yeah. And I'm like, I just told you how. Tell me how great I am. <laughs> 
And it sounds so horrible, but it's it really is how it works. Yeah. And so if you start to figure that stuff out, you you don't have to be that person. You just have to know how to speak the language that they need to hear to want to connect with you. And you know what? If someone I'm thinking in my head that if someone's listening saying, Well, I want to be told how great I am, but I'm not a woo-woo person. Mm-hmm. But when you're you, when you're the authentic you, yes. then the woo-woo person who wants to hear how great they are, yeah, they're gonna see you for who you truly are and they're gonna wanna love on you and give you that praise because Absolutely. you're being you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And here's the deal. In the end, if that connection still doesn't work, walk away. <laughs> it's just not meant to be. Dude, like for real. Yeah. Like, like we're not, not everybody's going to like you. Yes. Oh my gosh. Uh, I know. I'm and, having to tell myself that with this whole public, you know. My favorite line is rejection is God's protection. Ooh. So when you start to recognize that, that when that, when you have tried and done your part and it is still not connecting Mm. and that rejection has happened, that is protection on your life. And you need to thank the good Lord for that because some doors don't need to be opened. And not overthink it because I love what we're talking about, but then also, okay, don't go too far down the path of you need to make it work, that there's a secret formula. Like these are tips. Tips. This isn't the, this is just ways to, you know, bring out the best or like to put us in a position where people can hear us. That's right. But if it doesn't go any further, then like you said, let it's just it go. Not meant Walk to be. away. There is so how good. many millions of people on this planet? Literally, that one ain't yours. Yes, that's <laughs> okay. Yes, I keep telling like uh, you're not for everyone. You know the quote about like you're going to be too much for some, too little for others. Yep. Like you just need to be you. So be you. Yes, lean into yes, that. Yes, yes. And is there any conversations that you want to stop having or start having? Ooh, anything yeah. in life. You know, I would love for the conversation that. I want to have over and over again is that it, and this is going to be counterintuitive to what our culture tells us, but it is okay to have your faith be stuck right in the middle of your business mm. because I think that is the biggest lie that we tell ourselves mm-hmm. is that we can't be who we are. Mm-hmm. My faith is who I am. Mm-hmm. So how dare anybody say that I can't have that in the middle of what I do? Yeah. Now, I would never shove that on anybody mm-hmm. else. Like, you have to believe this. Yeah. But how dare you tell me I can't live out loud, that I can't live my most authentic self. It might be offensive to somebody. Get over it. Yeah. You know what? You not believing that. What if that's offensive to me? Yeah. Uh, you know, or point. somebody made a comment to me once uh, about God and I was like, that's my dad you're talking about. Mm. Like, that's my dad. That's my identity. Like, mm. if you want me to be respectful, then you got to be respectful of who I am. Mm. So I think that's important for me that I want to make sure that people know let people be who they are. If faith yeah. is in the middle of who they are, celebrate that. That's not easy. And don't assume that they are – don't assume – I like you said something that I wanted to point out is that don't assume because you are highlighting it. What I'm trying to – I can't think of the word you just used, but that you're not then shoving it on oh, them. Oh, yeah. Because that goes difference. back to the perception of, yes. oh, you, you're talking about it, therefore you must be – Oh, it makes me pressuring. Crazy. That, yeah. When they, they're like, you brought that up. And I'm like, that doesn't mean anything. That only means yeah. what you give it meaning yeah. for. You see that through the filtered lens that you have. Yeah. You need to widen your lens because if you take a minute to get to know who that person is, you'll know, are they the person that does that? Yeah. Are, they, are they the person who's living out loud? And it's, um, it's funny you mentioned that because Christina Ammerman on episode eight, we talked about you know, having different views of God, uh-huh. but why she brought up something that was like a, one of, once again, one of those like, huh, like, wow, new thought is if, if it's such a big part of our life, even if we have different thoughts, even if we believe differently, mm-hmm. why can't we both talk about it? Cause we should it's so be able important to. to us. And I was like, you're right. Like, and not just from like, we like a Christian aspect. If someone's, we need to respect all the different 
Oh, absolutely. I, you so, know, I, I live with somebody who, ha- I, I'm married to somebody who has a completely different belief from me. Mm-hmm. And I've been married a long time to mm-hmm. that person. Happily. Happily. Yeah. So if I can do that, then I'm pretty sure I'm good everywhere else. But I think that the, it's the lens in which they see it through. And so that's the conversation mm-hmm. I wish people would ask me. Why do you put faith in the middle of your business? I, I'd love to continue mm-hmm. to have those conversations. Why do you do that? Aren't you afraid it's going to scare people off? Aren't you afraid it's going to scare off your, your customer base? No. Because rejection is God's protection. Yeah. No, I'm not afraid of that. If I was afraid of that, I mean, why would I be doing business to begin with? Mm-hmm. No, I'm always going to be me. Yeah. And the people who want to work with me and want to be around me, they're going to be around me. And I think if they know your heart, like you said, that that's mm-hmm. part of who they are, who you are. And if it's not a part of them, then if they're that's not willing okay to too. widen their their filtered lens, then I can't change that for them. Like I try not to eat bread. But I I get together with people that eat bread. I'm just saying. You know? How dare you? <laughs> I'm offended, Samantha. I do love bread, though. So if someone else is eating it, I do want to eat it. But I try not to eat too much. <laughs> and how can we find you? So if, if um, as you said, I'm going to – I thank you for sharing the color thing. I definitely want to post that on the Facebook yeah. page. And so um, – but if people want to find out who you are, what you're doing, what, how can we find you? Well, my main website is just Christy Dunaway. Dot com, But you can find me on Facebook. I'm, I usually post most everything publicly. Very few things do I post privately unless it's like stuff about my kids or whatever. Mm-hmm. And even then a lot of times. I'm, now they're teenagers now. I'm like, yeah, privacy is over. Um, Set so, a good example and then they will follow. Absolutely. You know? So there's a level you can They post. can find me on Instagram. Christy's okay. True Light is my handle on Instagram. And I post all kinds of different things on there. I probably should choose a genre, but I'm really all over the place on <laughs> no, Instagram. No, that's okay. It's I'm, just my life. I live yeah, out loud. Yeah. I don't stick to one script. I live out loud. What's going on in my life that moment, that day? That's what's going on there. That's what I use social media for. So there might be marketing one day. There might be stuff about my freshman in high school's uh, antics that day. And you never know what you're going to get. Well, that's like I was struggling with the podcast of like, is this a business podcast? Is this a personal podcast? Mm -hmm. And what it came down to is I love like quality time. Once again, I love getting together with people for mm-hmm. coffee or drinks or whatever time of day it is that's appropriate to have the beverage of choice because I just love talking about it. So it'll range from all different things. And mm-hmm. so, you know, I kind of kept thinking with this, should we stick to one thing? And it's like, I can't. I just physically can't. Like, it's, ugh, it's that's too not hard. My, my life isn't one, isn't one color. Yeah. Like it's, it's multifaceted with yeah. lots of things. And I don't know. If they want to connect with me, they can connect with me through social media. If they live nearby, I'd love to have a cup of coffee Coffee. because I like getting together with people. This is the – okay, I challenge listeners. I challenge you to reach out to Christy. Ah, I would love it. And meet her. Let's go to Hector's. Yes. Oh, oh, and then I'll – I might have to join in. I'm Uh, just saying. You you better. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. Appreciate your time. Appreciate your heart. Appreciate your wisdom. And I just thank you so much for coming. What you shared was amazing. I know it's helping, touching people. It's an honor to be here. them. Thanks for having me. Thanks. And that's a wrap for now. Thanks for listening to Flushing It Out with Samantha Spittle. Music provided by twinmusicom.org. Song titled Night at the Dance Hall. Sound editing by me, Jeremy Spittle. A special thanks to our studio sponsor, M&M Exteriors. Visit their website at mmexteriors.com for all of your roofing, siding, and gutter needs in the Northern Virginia area. Visit our website at flushingitout.com and be sure to subscribe. This has been a Spitfire production. That was the greatest thing I've ever heard.